0: RTC's podcast, Clocking Time with RTC. My name is Steph Irwin, and I am your hostess. And today, we have an RTC OG with us. OG. And her name is Michelle Parker. Welcome, Michelle.
1: Yay! Are, is this where this. you insert the yes. applause? Okay. <laughs> Everyone we need quiet some down. applause. <laughs> we're going to
0: put that on the list. Well, ask everybody always to start just by telling us a little bit about yourself.
1: Okay. do that for us now. Hopefully it's easy. Hopefully I don't forget anything. Okay. Uh, I am 37 years old. I am originally from North Canton. I currently reside outside of Louisville um, with my husband, Brian, uh, and our two English Bulldogs, Hank and Gus, who are pretty TikTok famous. So that's probably where my um, serious following comes from.
0: We need to talk about that. I know, I know. Hank and Gus.
1: So Hank's the Hank's, Hank's my famous TikTok one. famous okay. puppy. Right. Yes. Yeah, I, I did
0: want to ask. You <laughs> All right. Hold that, hold yeah, that hold thought. That thought. Hold that thought. hold
1: that thought. More to come. <laughs> um, I am a sales engineer for a company called TriStar Plastics. Uh, we engineer and manufacture uh, composite bearings and higher-end plastic. Uh, components for various different industries so I'm kind of all over the map on to what I do and it's kind of like my job is the show how it's made mm-hmm. that's really what it is <laughs> it's pretty fun and then you're going to ask me about detailing cars and yes I do that on the side so yes, we can get into that about,
0: what <laughs> you about the grossest thing you've ever
1: found oh god <laughs> <laughs>
0: Actually, I really
1: do. Is this just a PG thirteen like <laughs> podcast? Where do we land on?
0: <laughs> okay, well tell us tell us first, we'll start with your fitness journey. So you, okay. you are referred to as one of the OGs here, like you've met yes. Allie a long time. Yes. So talk about you know how you met Allie and how far back you go and I yeah, came to hear yeah. this place?
1: I guess, in the grand scheme of things, I'm not technically like a CrossFit OG. I'm just an RTC OG. Oh, right. um, so, so yeah, that's <laughs> that's okay. when that's people bad. hear I'm an OG, I feel like they're thinking I've mastered bar <laughs> muscle ups and I'm definitely walking on my hands, and that's just not the case. There's a
0: group yeah. that have yeah. known each other a long time before. This
1: space. Correct. Yes. And And I would would fall into that category. So I was fortunate enough to meet uh, Allie while I was working out at another gym. Um, She had her... uh, She had the original RTC over in a small um, area just down the street. Mm -hmm. And uh, she was doing personal training. Um, At that time in my fitness journey, uh, I had been doing CrossFit for about a year and a half, two years. And I was kind of struggling to find out if I was going to be good at it. I know that's kind of a weird thing. But I was like, well, if I'm going to do it, let's do it. You know, I'm kind of an all-or-nothing person. I struggle with uh, moderation in literally every form of my life, just so we're clear. Um, But I said, I'm going to try this different programming and see if I can focus on this and myself for a little bit. So I talked to Allie. She's like, hey, I think that's a great idea. Sure, come on over. It's a 24-7 gym. And it was just me kind of challenging myself. Um, so I followed uh, Brooke Ence's uh, programming and really turned turned my whole journey around. Um, so that's actually how Allie and I met. And then I was working with her one-on-one to do some lifting things, um, kind of working on some techniques because it didn't make sense to me how I was so strong, picking something up off the ground, yeah. like in a deadlift, but I couldn't snatch 65 pounds over my head to save my life. So, huh. I I know. <laughs> it is a very common thing. Wait, Don't there's worry. There's a lot of people. A lot of people. Yes, it's, a, it's one of those things that you have to work on and work on and work on. So, um, yeah, I wanted to work with somebody kind of one-on-one to... Uh, just better myself at it and understand the mechanics of it a little bit better. Okay. So that's how I met Allie. Um, and then she approached me one day and said, hey, I'm thinking about getting a, a bigger space. And I said, hell yeah, friend, let's do this. And I just leached on and, yeah. you know, really was like, I am just so excited for your ride. So let's yeah. go. So been with her. yeah. Yeah, woman. I just keep following her around, you know, it's, it's like she funny. can't shake me. Yeah. It's really her mom. I love her mom, and um, it's, you know, there's a strong bond there with cookies as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, <laughs> understandable, yeah, understandable yeah she's not going to shake me. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> but you, so
0: you have an athletic background, though, from school. So yeah, so,
1: yeah, so, yeah, so like, I, prior
0: to the, lifting, mm-hmm. the CrossFit
1: and then... I grew up playing softball. Um, and that was very good for me, uh, because I was a big kid. Um, (laughs) I've been, I've been super athletic my whole life, but it, it kind of just worked with softball. Um, I was bigger. I could hit the ball further. I could throw it harder. I could do all of those things. And at that time, um, it was, it worked to my advantage that I was like a bigger kid, So I just dove headfirst into softball. I played all year round. By the time I was six years old, I was on a travel softball team, um, and I played all the way through high school on multiple travel teams and um, got some college offers. Some uh, things happened when I was younger. My mom unfortunately passed away, like right in that transition from high school to college, so I decided to not pursue softball because I wanted to be with her, um, which, you know, that I still would stand yeah, by that no choice today. Yeah. yeah, no regrets on that. Um, but, but anyway, yeah. To lose a part. Oh, it was awful. It's, there's never, yeah. there's there's never a good time. time but that's right. A, that's a it yeah. Time. It was a it was a very um yeah, it was a tough it was a real tough time. So it it was kind of uh right there at 18 and transitioning a lot in your life, yeah. like yeah. going to college yeah. and everything. So that was that was pretty hard. It it you know, it's weird to me Now that I'm 37, I've been with my mom, or excuse me, I've been without my mom longer than I had her. Mm. And that's such a weird thought. But, you know, I know there's a lot of people that are in that boat, so it makes, it's kind of comforting to know that there's, you know, other people that have uh, been Mm -hmm. in that, and it sucks. It's not a club you want to be in, but, you know. But anyway, yeah, that was my... Um, fitness background, and then I kind of got into CrossFit um, because my husband started CrossFit. And for people that know him, that is very strange because he doesn't go to CrossFit now. (laughs) Um, But he was actually the one that fitness bullied the heck out of me to start. And then a really good, like one of my very best friends, she was going to MTM, And with my husband, and so she was bullying me on the other side. I couldn't get away from these people. I was like, "You guys are in a cult. It is weird. I don't want anything to do with this." Like, and truly, the reason why I was so hesitant to start, I was incredibly out of shape. I probably was, um, you know, two hundred twenty-five pounds, and I didn't have an ounce of muscle on me at the time. In my brain, I'm sure, you know, Um, I was very, very out of shape. I couldn't run from you know, here to the parking lot to save my life. Um and I was so afraid to fail. I Mm -hmm. pushed them off for months and months and months, said I'm 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 not gonna be able to do this, you know, and it was more just like my own pride. I didn't want to fail. Um which did
0: your active lifestyle just kind of end then when you didn't end up playing ball in college?
1: yeah. Yeah. That's kinda Yeah. Turned into a lot of uh I'm gonna party with my friends yeah. and that's yeah. what we're gonna do. And even when I was older and I met Brian, he's like, Hey, we're on a co ed softball league, that was just drinking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was just drinking and occasionally trying to m- make sure you don't get hit in the face with a softball. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. so that's basically all I was ever okay. doing. Um,
0: so you went from being like a year round athlete yeah. like since from six to eighteen. Yeah. yeah. Even before that yeah. and then to
1: nothing. To nothing. To nothing. So, yeah, so it was a pretty, um, it, you know, 180 for sure. Yeah, yeah, but at the time, when you're 18, that you're not thinking yeah, of that stuff. Yeah, so, absolutely. It, yeah.
0: Well, and then you're dealing with that yeah. a lot that you're dealing right. with in life at the time, too. Exactly.
1: So. so then, you know, once I started, um, you know, really paying attention to the fact that I, you know, my my husband and my best friend are doing CrossFit. Like, you know, just try it. And and that's kind of what I said. And I didn't want to go to the gym that they went to. Um, I wanted to find my own place. And I didn't know if my husband was going to come with me, and I didn't really care. I just wanted to kind of... I know it's weird, but I was more embarrassed to fail in front of them than just doing it on my own. So it was just a weird thing in my brain. He ended up coming to uh, midnight where I started first, and um, it was fine. But that first day, I will never forget. I've never been so discouraged by anything in my life. I cried the whole way home. Oh, no. Um, Do you remember
0: remember the why? Yes. Oh, God. Oh,
1: yeah. It was, I started during what they referred to as burpee hell week. Oh, geez. And um, (laughs) that is not a good week to start. (laughs) And it was burpees and running, and that was it. That was the whole wad, and it took me forever, and I have never wanted to quit anything so bad in my whole life, and I finished, and I think for me it was like, I finished because there was people watching me, and I didn't, I mean, I I was dead last, don't get me wrong, but I finished only because all those people were staring at me, and I was too embarrassed to stop. Yeah. I was like, oh, crap, I have to do this now. And I cried the whole way home. Oh. And I said, I'm never doing that again. I can't believe that I did that. I'm so embarrassed, da 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 And my husband, man, he knows me so well. He said the magic words, well, you already paid for a month. <laughs> and I am the cheapest human being on the planet. And I was like, fine. I went back. Every day sucked, but I kept going, okay. and then I developed the relationships, and then I met some people that I was really happy to be around, you know, yeah. and my OGs are still here. Yeah. You know, Amber, Jenny, you know, were, we're still around. Yeah. Sarah. So it
0: wasn't like, oh, man, I just love CrossFit. Oh, like, God, no. Are, oh ugh, from the first... No. No, it not even a little bit there was only not even no
1: no it was none of that it was literally i have paid for this month i'm gonna figure it out for 30 days um and then when we got into things that i was good at i liked being good at stuff so when i figured out how i can deadlift more than anybody else in here well mass moves mass you know i'm not gonna say that didn't have a lot to do with it um but I liked that. I liked yeah. being good at something. I liked feeling like I was doing a good job. I'm yeah. a typical millennial. I need to hear that I did something right. I need, I need, like, instant gratification. I need to lift the bar off the ground and do it right. Yeah. Like, and I can do that.
0: Was lifting a big, did, was it much of your conditioning for as a softball player? It, so were you, or were you somewhat new to the lifting aspect of exercise?
1: the technical lifts yeah um we did a little bit of like bench and squats and stuff like that yeah um but nothing you know my coach like I said I was a big kid uh he just wanted me to run Mm -hmm. and that's really all I did I ran and I was terrible at it then I'm terrible at it now I I shouldn't say I'm terrible at it but it's not something I am proficient at yeah but you know I'm grateful that I can run. That's the right answer, right? Okay, that's a good, okay, that's
0: Yeah, good good for all of
1: us. Yeah, for our, for, for I'm our, grateful that I have an opportunity to be able yeah. to run. How about that? Yeah.
0: So tell me what you love. What I mean, obviously, you're you're crazy strong. I mean, everybody. Like, when I think of you, I just think of like just strength. I, that yes. is like you're you are one of the strongest women here. So what do you what do you love? What's your favorite thing to do here, and what's your least favorite? Oh, I Um, love,
1: I love, so I grew up working on a farm with my Mm, best friend, and we would do. Like lifting big hails? Yeah, yeah, you have to, you know, fling them up onto a trailer and somebody else would stack them and um, move big heavy stuff. And you have to be what we would call farm strong, which is strong back and a weak mind. Don't think about it, just pick it up and move it and shut up and get it done. Um, there was no technique. That's why we just yeah. relied on yeah. Advil and Bud Light. Um so, <laughs> so that's the kind of stuff that I love to do. I love to deadlift, just pick it up. Yeah. Keep your back straight, that's about it. You know, just pick it up. Just don't think about it and roll. I like to back squat because that's just squat down, stand okay. back up. Yep. Seems pretty yep. easy. Like, <laughs> um I'm getting better at cleaning. Uh, because I'm starting to become more aware of my body, and that took me a very long time. Um, Coach Lauren helped me a lot with that, like just bringing the bar back into my uh, you know, hip yeah. and like using the power to explode out of that. I'm, I have very poor body awareness, which is a big hindrance for anything gymnastics, um, but I'm starting to feel it a little bit. I'll say that. So my least, I love everything about lifting anything. When there's a barbell involved, I'm fine. There's some things I'm less proficient at, like strict press and stuff like that. But if there's a barbell involved, I'm happy. The things I hate the most are gymnastics. (laughs) But my friend Jenny Dobria is helping me out. (laughs) She's amazing. She can see things that nobody can else yeah. can. She can give me cues. every coach has great cues every yeah. every single one yes way. Yeah. and Agreed. you know it's it's they're all so great about understanding that this one can say the same thing, and then this one turns around and says the exact same thing, only they change the order of the words or mm-hmm. something, and right. I understood it from this person and not that person, yeah. and everybody's okay with that so yeah. that's that's I'm okay with that I'm trying
0: yeah you have no idea though, how heartening it is like I sometimes, I think like some of the, all the things in my head like just came out of your mouth <laughs> like my thoughts you know what I mean yeah now, like the simple yeah. like in my mind because I used to power lift so yeah. the deadlift the squat the bench those in my mind not that they're not technical moves but they're simpler moves yeah well like you said yeah pick it up pick it up put, put it, put it down. down I mean obviously yeah. there's some technique to that to doing it safely but Correct, but 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 it's not like
1: a snatch where you're like, okay, pull it, and then once you get to your knees, then you want to sweep back into that hip crease, and then just at the right time, when you're in the scarecrow position, (laughs) drop under the bar. No, that's like 37 different things you have to think about pulling the bar off the ground. With a deadlift, squeeze everything, and just stand up. (laughs) Yes,
0: exactly. Yeah, I know, I, I think I just said to Allie last week, I said something like, how long you know it's over two years like I've been here over two years like when when all these different parts of a movement like become one you know like I'm I find if I'm thinking about getting my elbows up then something else is going to hell you know like something's not right something of course isn't right so when does it all just flow together well I'll tell
1: you she said you're a
0: baby in CrossFit
1: you are yeah but
0: it's two years like yeah
1: so, what yeah. she might have forgotten to tell you that she told me when I was having the exact same conversation with her years ago was that, I th- I'm i going to botch these numbers, but a professional lifter can do about, like, a hundred lifts, and only two of them are technically sound or something like that. You know huh. what I mean? Like, the percentage yeah, is so small, small that you're going to actually get it... Of the elite. Correct. The elite person. Correct. So, like, you're uh-huh. you're going to, like, quote, unquote, be perfect... Such a small percentage of time. And those are people who dedicate their entire lives to it. We're doing it for like max two hours a day. Right. I mean, and those are the super dedicated Mm -hmm. people that are putting in the extra time. So I try to cut myself some slack when I'm doing that, you know. Yeah, so if I can get one lift it. where I'm like, hey, that didn't feel like crap. I'm like, we're winning today. All right. Okay.
0: So if on one lift, one snatch yesterday, a light snatch, though, I felt that floaty
1: feeling. You got it. Nailed oh. it. That's a win for all the right. day. All right. Take it. All
0: right. I have no idea how good I'm feeling with
1: this talk. Okay, I'm so. glad I could help.
0: Okay. All right. <laughs> what else do you want to talk about? How about um, your, the car, the all the okay. Car stuff?
1: Okay, that got started because I sincerely am the most anxious person. Believe it or not,
0: <laughs> you hide like that
1: well. Wow. I do. Yeah, I am very anxious. I get um, my husband. If if he listens to this, he's gonna be like, "That's like not even what like understatement of the century." Um, I will manifest situations in my brain that are unbelievable. But I found out that if I turn, if I can turn my brain off, I'm okay. And that was, like, actually my coping mechanism for all the anxiety. So I started, like, cleaning my own car, and I'm like, oh, this is, like, my favorite thing to do. I could stay out there for hours. Really? Nobody's talking to me. I can listen to a podcast. I don't have to do anything. I'm good at it. I don't, I'm not challenged with anything. You know what I mean? Like it. it's not technical. I didn't have to, you know, calculate any you know, coefficients of thermal expansion while I was doing it, which is in my regular job, you know, like I didn't, I just, I just did.
0: As an English teacher, that sounds horrible. Correct,
1: yeah. Gavin's probably just doing it on the (laughs) day, on the daily, I'm sure. Um, But no, it's just easy for me to shut my brain off. It became a very like zen, kind of relaxing thing to do. Um, And then people found out that I was good at it, and then they were like, oh, Me next, me next, me next, me next, and me next turned into the guys that I was getting all of my supplies from were like bullying me into getting a ceramic coating certificate. And I was like, all right, well, and so in my brain, I'm like, well, if I get this certificate, it does cost a lot of money, you have to be certified, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I can do me and my husband's cars and I'm still money ahead. Yeah. So that's why I got it. I was like, even if I never did another car, I'm just gonna do hours and then I'm happy as a clam and I've saved us so much money, I'm great, whatever. And then people started crawling out of the woodwork for that. <laughs> so So
0: that's something how often do you do that to your car? I don't
1: even know. Oh, I'm so like sure ceramic about. coating is one one and done and you're okay. done for about five years. Okay. Um detailing I mean I'm booked probably for the next two months. Yeah, and then I've got probably. Well, I started. De- I started ceramic coating tractors, which is now a thing. With these farmers are crawling out of the woodwork. Oh, I know. <laughs> do
0: they all? Do you go to them? Yeah.
1: Do you go to people. Yeah, okay. I can. Well, with a tractor, I kind of have Obviously, to because yes. okay, they're, okay, yeah, they're too oh, big. Yeah, they're too big to fit in my okay. garage. These um, are like
0: those big ass tractors that take yeah. up the whole road.
1: Yeah. Oh, wow. So I get out ladders and put in my headphones and go and it's fun it's super fun it's so relaxing it's like instant gratification you see an immediate result yeah. um I love doing it for my friends too because their reaction is like the best thing for me like the reaction of them going oh my god I can't believe you got this it looks brand new yeah like I need that like you know, it's kind of like a big high five. Again, millennial, I need the gratification. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs>
0: okay. the Tractors, they're full of yeah. dirt and manure. No, nah,
1: that's all right. Yeah. yeah. Huh. That's okay. All I've right, seen, so I've the seen, grossest okay. thing, I need to hear it. Oof. We all need to hear it. All right. I
0: don't think I'm the only one. So... it be something in the, the
1: condom world. There, oh, it's a condom, for sure. It wasn't even the condom it was the condom wrapper and then just your brain okay. goes okay. crazy after that you're like if I find that in here my god that's it that's it and just to be very clear I had no idea who those people were okay. I had no idea this was not a friend this is nobody in the gym like this was the, I had no clue who these people were they called me because friend of a friend of a friend kind of a thing and it was it was a bad yeah a bad car but I just looked at it as a bigger challenge, and that was probably the most amazing before and after I'd ever done, but sadly, I was so scared to post the pictures, because I do get nervous about, like, I don't want to embarrass anybody. Right, about how I, bad yes, it was when you yeah. got it. Yes, yeah. So, yeah. I didn't take any pictures. Do people
0: at least try to clean the trash
1: out? Uh, some people do. Honestly, I don't even care. If it's just okay. trash, like, it, like, trash is trash, and like, I tell everybody, your car is not your house i truly like I know some of the most insanely neurotic people that I've ever met whose house is like meticulous, like they're cleaning the toilets every day, yeah. their house or their car is a hot mess, and I'm like, what is this stuck stuck to the floor? Come on like and it's just they're two totally different worlds. It's not a reflection of you as a person. I truly believe that because even my car gets messy all the time because I live ask in it about your car, yeah, well.
0: Someone said to me, I don't know where I heard it, though, that your car is kind of, like, that, look in someone's car, that's going to tell you, like, what their habits are, their cleanliness habits. So, I it's think like you a can... It's school yeah. in a locker. Okay. Like, oh, is that what your room looks like? Because that's right. bad, but...
1: I think it, I think, in my opinion, you can tell a lot by a person's car. I can tell, I can tell a lot of things. I can tell where you put your hands when you drive. I can tell... Mm-hmm. Um, like if you are a fidgety person, I can tell if you have like any kind of anxieties because people pick at stuff. They'll pick mm-hmm. at their steering wheel, they'll pick at the door handle, they'll pick at their um, the gear shift, and all of that. I have one guy that is, I oh my god, he like I don't know if he's like wiping boogers on the bottom of his seat or something like that, mm-hmm. but I'm like, dude, come on, yeah, like I gotta be tired of cleaning that up. <laughs> To me, you yeah. gloves. Oh, God, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. Sometimes they don't make water hot enough, you do. Um, that stuff actually doesn't even bother me. Yeah. I'm like, ah, yeah, whatever. Not after yeah, it, uh, after a while, it just yeah. kind of becomes like another dirty mess that yeah. I, it's like a challenge yeah. to do it. And I'm just like, did it, yay. Yeah. It's a success story. That's what I look at. So, like, dirty cars are fun to clean. And people with kids, oh, God bless you. I it's probably, if I had to make a list of the reasons I don't have children, in the top, like, the top 22 answers out of 25 is about my car. Yeah. Handprints, gum, yeah. oh my God, gum. Quit giving your kids gum, <laughs> for the love of God. It's not going to end well. It's going to it's gonna be everywhere, but.
0: <laughs> and the crumbs. And the the food, crumbs. Oh, jeez. Particles.
1: I cleaned up poop, baby mm-hmm. poop, out of a car one time. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, it's all right. Mm-hmm. I
0: saw a car once in a parking lot, and I was so stunned by it that I, I actually, like, went over and looked in it. But the hoarder's it car? Tra- yeah. Well, it was just trash. Yeah. It was literally just trash, like, yeah. up to the tops of the windows, and I I, I just, I yeah. I just had never seen anything like that. Oh, like yeah. Like, how it can get, how it can get like that, how you can drive around. I like don't
1: know. But Honestly, I don't. I don't know. I try right. to keep my car pretty clean but I mean, I mean it's just the t- Yeah, it's just, just toss yeah. stuff in
0: the back without yeah. clean it out every now and, right. and then.
1: Right, yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> anyway,
0: so anyway, I admire I admire I admire your tenacity with all that. Like, I love
1: doing it. I truly it, do. But it is
0: just like it's kinda like I like ironing, but I like that mm-hmm. idea of like the getting rid of the wrinkles and everything yep. is smooth and it's warm and it's yeah. just therapeutic. It is me. very just therapeutic. Like that same feeling, maybe the of same feeling,
1: something messy, clean, and orderly, correct. And I give it back to you, and it's brand new, yeah. And that's like my favorite part. So, so I how, how do you fit that.
0: it? All, how do you fit that all in, though? Because one car, obviously, what's the average length of
1: time? Uh, a, a, a I mean, yeah, car Re- realistically, I'm probably like, I this is not my business it's a hobby I should be able to get it done much faster than I do I kind of take my time and probably do way more stuff than anybody Mm. should do (laughs) also because like my ADD will kick in and I'll be like oh look at this little spot here well let me get out the buffer I shouldn't be doing that I'm doing it because I have this like unbelievable desire to make things perfect but it Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so usually I only do like one car a weekend people are pretty cool with me they'll drop it off Friday and I'll give it back to them on Saturday if it's a ceramic coat they have to drop it off for like three days depending on the weather um because it can't see any kind of precipitation for 24 hours once I've put it on uh so that I mean in Ohio kind of is tricky but that's all right Everyone's usually pretty good and they understand, so I try to work as quickly as I can, but also, like, kind of balance the fact that I need to, you know, at some point go in and say hi to my husband and the yeah. dogs. <laughs> dogs will hang out with me out there, too, you know.
0: Do you love your your regular job as much as do? Oh,
1: yeah, you do yeah. Your... I hit the jackpot. I mean, yeah. honestly, people, I used to hate the company. I, let I me mean, back up there. I remember waking up days and going, like, ugh. And it was the worst. Mm -hmm. And it just drained you immediately in the morning. You're just, like, dreading everything. I have not woke up feeling that way since the day I started this job. Which is just, like, I'm so eternally grateful for that. I love the people I work with. I love my job there's days that are challenging you know and there's you know like mental or Mm -hmm. things don't go right and you're kind of like oh my gosh how are we going to fix this you know we deal with a lot of really high pressure um applications I mean we have parts on missiles which is my customer Mm -hmm. you know I've got parts on military tanks like it's just when you think about like the gravity of something going wrong you're like oh my god like if if I don't deliver on these bearings then the guy, a, you know, army personnel is standing in the middle of a battlefield without a bear. You know, it's just like, that's not going to happen. It's just like the gravity of it kind of becomes like, oh my gosh, or we have parts in medical devices. And that was the scariest day when they were like, oh yeah, it goes into a uh, a cataract surgery device. And I was like, so wait. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, If this goes wrong... Do I get sued or what? <laughs> and it's not. It's not the case. But it's just, you know, one of those yeah, things that you kind of think about. Yeah. What we just take
0: for granted yeah. all the pieces, parts, and oh, things, how things yes, work. Yes, exactly. You know,
1: exactly. You're, you're responsible. Yes. For that, and so. we have parts on trains and cars yeah. and mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. So it's pretty, I mean, it's super fun. Like, I love my job. Every day is different. Every day is different. It is literally like I joke with people about the how it's made show, but that's my job. I walk mm-hmm. into a place and. See what they're doing and see how I can help. Um, huge learning curve. I still learn something every day, which is awesome. Like, yeah. that's the thing I love about it. Um, but I'm super fortunate to be with the company I'm with and around the people. And I get to meet all kinds of, you know, awesome people who can teach me things. And um, I can help them. So, I love that. That's
0: awesome. Yeah. I love the people who love their yeah.
1: job yeah like I hit the work. jackpot I really awesome. did and I tell people this is rare like I hated my job for years because it's just the drama and the mm-hmm. crap you know mm-hmm. but I'll tell you what the best coworker is having no coworker at all so <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh.
0: okay let's talk about um just because our, our time will be up soon yeah uh, let's talk about dogs
1: loves of my life
0: so, you just <laughs> recently adopted a second dog. Yes, we did. Okay, I'll just let you talk okay. about dogs and so we, other famous. Yes. Animals.
1: That makes you famous. Yes. So, we... I lost my English Mastiff two years, two years ago. I think two years ago. Um, he was my buddy, man, and that was tough. That was a hard loss for me. We've always had bulldogs, and I thought, you know, having a big dog like that English Mastiff was tough because, like... If we ever want to go anywhere, it's like finding somebody to watch him. And as he got old, he was kind of a pain in the butt. And he didn't like people. He only liked me. And it was just like, well, if a 200-pound dog turns on you, this is going to be in trouble. (laughs) So, um, uh, you know, my husband and I talked. And bulldogs fit our lifestyle. You know, we're not people that are taking jogs with their dogs. You know, we're not going on long treks through the wilderness. (laughs) We're not hiking. Okay. Um we don't have cattle so we don't need anything that's going to round anything up. Uh we like, like the fat lazy ones <laughs> these are kind of our people. <laughs> um so yeah so we uh we adopted uh, Gus from the Buckeye Bulldog rescue and he was awesome. Uh, he was about six six years old when we got him, and now he's about ten ten or eleven. There, it's okay. all a guess. Yeah. We don't really know. He was a breeding dog, and man, he is lazy. Um, doesn't move a lot, and that is his thing. That is his thing. Loves to lay in the sun and do nothing. Hank, we just rescued from the Wayne County Humane Society. Uh, we saw him on their page on TikTok, actually. And he had like a million views. And I was like, oh my god, who is this stud? And he was so cute. And I fell in love with him instantly. And I thought, well, there's no way in heck we're going to get this dog. Because it's first come, first serve at a yeah. humane society. He's
0: so popular. Yes.
1: <clears throat> we, I just happened to be looking at their website like 20 seconds after the guy posted he was available. I didn't know this. So I put in an application for him. And I got a call the next day. And he was ours. And it's like he was Yes. He is TikTok famous, um, because he had all these views. Right. Um, and he is funny. He is super cute. Like, he's just a really good looking dog. Um, he's a little, he, in like perspective to Gus, like he's like so crazy hyper, but he's not, he's just yeah. like a normal dog. We just have a, like an actual potato as another dog. So that's like a hard comparison. <laughs> Um, But he's the best. I love him so much. These dogs are the greatest. I am just... Are
0: they
1: buds? Oh, they're best friends. They are best friends. Like, they lay on each other. They have to be next to each other. Like, Hank is definitely more like mine because he's younger. He's only three. Um, But, you know, they they really, like, love each other. They switch crates every night, which I think is weird. Like, most dogs Uh don't do that. They're very, like... Yeah. about their space but they're just like i'll take this one tonight brother and like okay <laughs> like, <laughs> so have you had
0: to maintain the the, the online presence then? oh there's so- a kid
1: out there who's pressing me man he's like all the time i need more content i need more content <laughs> i'm like buddy he's like nine he's our he's our fan hmm? i have a job okay <laughs> tiktoks take a lot if there's any twelve year olds out there who would like to teach me <laughs> how to be a little bit better at TikTok, I would be willing to uh, take that class. Um, but yeah, I try. So he
0: had his own TikTok page.
1: Well, he had. He was the... just famous on the Wayne County okay, page, okay. and then when we got him, people were like, "Where's Captain? Where's Captain's?" We all actually had to name him Captain Hank because then. We didn't even like the name Captain. Like, he came in there. But they didn't even have a name for him. He was a stud dog. They called him Dog, you know? Like, so when we named, when I changed his name to Hank, I knew there was going to be like this backlash of crazy online people. So I just yeah. called him Captain Hank. We call him Hank. Everybody yeah. else can call him whatever the hell they want. <laughs> I don't care. So <laughs> he's, but yeah, there's, there's some people out there that really like him. So he, I try, but honestly, I'm not, I'm not good at TikTok. I just joke about yeah. it. Like, I'm he's not going to become famous unless somebody out there wants to start paying me for content right. then in which case i will put my detailing to the side and we can focus on tiktok for a while start getting some chewy chewy sponsorships maybe yeah
0: that would be good
1: anything from smuckers would be nice <laughs> wink wink milk Sorry, bone wink audience. wink might work there? targeted <laughs> audience targeted brand placement in this <laughs>
0: I just thought about like the combination of pets and cars. So, oh, you probably did. Oh
1: off. yeah, I'm pets good here. at dog ooh, hair. Do you
0: think about like you know the kind of dog? I you know the kind of
1: dog. From the. I know wh- where you, yeah. I know where you keep your dog. I know dog saliva is like the worst in a car. It's really hard to get out. Oh really? Yeah, it's very odd. Wow. Usually you just get. I mean, um, whatever. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. Wait, you were gonna ask me one question. That I think is really important. Did the I forget the you did it was about growing or aging yeah in, i was going to Okay are finish right, we on finishing one, on that right? one yeah. okay is that okay that's, that's totally fine them? i just okay. didn't want i you said our time's running short and i'm like so i'm like I rushing was, through dogs I'm like talking about the dogs you can follow so about, you I've can follow, follow the dogs dog, i was actually
0: thinking about yep. fur and spit in cars yeah oh yeah whatnot, so. you,
1: you can follow the dogs on we'll link them in the show okay. notes
0: all right seasons of life like you've had a rough you've had it's been a rough year so yeah yeah it's been tough um how do you you manage the ups and downs I think we all go through them and yes manage them in different ways
1: yes uh I chose to put on 30 pounds and cry in a corner um no (laughs) I did choose to put up no I'm just kidding um you know it is what it is here's here's how I look at it I was very upset like I said when I started CrossFit I I was all or nothing, so I became immediately invested, and I wanted to see how hard I could push myself and what I could do to change my body. I'd always been overweight. I wanted to see if I could get to a healthy weight in the right way. Mm -hmm. So I started on macros, and I found, I was like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. I'm actually doing it. Like, this is working. Like, in my wildest dreams, I would have never believed that you could eat Cinnamon Toast Crunch at night and still lose weight. Like, it just, it did not compute in my brain. But then when I did it and I like bought into it, I was like, Oh my gosh, this is amazing. So I just went all in and I was like, I'm gonna macro till the day I die. (laughs) And I was like (laughs) totally drank the Kool Aid, totally not sustainable. (laughs) However, um I, I had tremendous success when I was uh doing uh, this was before RTC was here and I was yeah. training on my own at uh, the 24-7 uh, RTC um, and doing macros and Allie was helping me out with that and I became uh, pretty obsessed. I mean, I'll use that word. I, I drank the Kool-Aid. I, I dove in. I was working out um, seven days a week, like six hard with an active rest day on seven and then sticking to macros um not for a terribly long time. It was like a six-week program, but I was like, I was 110% for six weeks. Never missed a day, never went out to eat, never did anything. Just was like, this is my life now. Um, It worked. <laughs> it worked, uh, but it, it... Did you get your nutrition certification in that time? No, actually. Okay. So... um once I realized that, like, wow, this is gonna work for me, and then uh, we we uh, I'm saying we Allie moved over mm-hmm. here, um, I I just you know lump it in because I followed yeah. her. Um, so we we came over here, and you know I was still like doing CrossFit, and I was kind of at the point where it's like I'm either gonna have to put in a little bit more time and get good at this, or <laughs> or this is just is what it is. Um, and it's kind of challenging, uh, because I travel a lot for work. Um, I am on the road a lot. Anybody who's on the road knows, knows this struggle. Uh, I'm very fortunate because I can travel in a car. So I can take my food with me. And that's been my saving grace, truly. Uh, but, you know, sometimes I can't. And if you're in the air and then you go to a place and then you've got business dinners and then maybe you're going to an expo then you've got one week of basically just eating garbage to stay alive and drinking the entire time Mm -hmm. um and it became a situation where I'm trying to balance like okay I'm like super strict on macros and then I'm really really not and then I'm you know so I'm kind of like always just like yo-yoing if you will um so you know I was in a really good place and when COVID hit I was still doing good I was actually surprised like how (laughs) it was funny because I thrived during COVID because I was at home all the time and for a lot of people it was completely the opposite they're at home all the time they don't have a structure right and for me, like, the hardest part was to maintain the structure when I was out of the home. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was like, man, I'm, I'm good at this macro stuff. I could probably help a lot of people. So, you know, um, there became a situation where I could get my certification. Um, George, Jenny, and I uh, got our nutrition certification all at the same time, kind of went through it together, which yeah. was cool. Um, and, you know, I learned so much. And I learned about... You know, I it's easy to do the math, and that that's not the hard part, but it's how to talk to people and how to, um, you know, educate people. And in that education, I also learned that I needed to be a little bit more forgiving in myself. You know, I am the type of person, again, like I said before, I am all or nothing. I don't do moderation well in anything. <laughs> if we're having donuts, we're having eight, okay? <laughs> if we're drinking beers... <laughs> We're calling an Uber because I yeah. ain't making it home. <laughs> like, there's just I have a hard time with it. Um, so I'm trying to learn even now. Like I'm, I'm still working on this. I'm, yeah. I'm. We're all work in progress. Work in progress. Absolutely. Um, I'm learning to forgive myself when things hit the fan. Like you said, this has been a pretty up and down. Um, I don't want to say year. Uh, Several months for me. Um, And I'm okay. You know, I'm I'm okay. But I'm spread very thin. I have a lot going on with my family, my dad. I have a lot going on with my friends. I have a lot going on with work. And it is okay. I'm okay. You know, if I fall off the wagon for two weeks because I'm sitting in a hospital with my dad... It's life. It's okay. I'm okay. I'm still trying to make it to the gym all the time. I'm making decent choices when I can. You know, if I want the cake, I eat the cake because I'm sad. (laughs) You know, is it the right thing to do? No, but am I doing it? Yeah. You know, like it's okay. I'm all right. I'm gonna get back to it. I'm not gonna sit here and beat myself up. It is what it is. I actually have been trying to look at it from a different perspective too, while I have a little bit of more, little bit more weight on me. I'm working on things that I'm really bad at, like gymnastics. Because if I can learn to do pull-ups when I'm wearing a permanent weight vest, <laughs> I'm going to be really good at them when I lose all the weight. Yeah. So it's okay. You know, it's it's fine. And um, everything ebbs and flows. You know, everything in my CrossFit career has been, I'm all in. I can't make it for the next three weeks. You know, I'm, a, I'm in again. You know, and it's yeah. just... It's finding what works for you and, you know, kind of saying it is what it is and I'm still making progress and I'm still um, doing things for myself. So that's good enough for the time being. Yeah.
0: And giving yourself some grace. Yeah. Which we all need yeah, to do.
1: Yeah, we do. And I need to. I, I'm still working on that every day, you know. I feel better. I feel so much better when I get to be here because I'm around people who nobody cares at all if I am just sucking one day you know I I walked out of a workout not too long ago because I lost dubs you know I lost I, I mean I lost dubs and it was and in my brain personally I think it's because I'm heavier now I can't jump as high I mean, I can, but it takes more effort. You know, my timing's off. It's just, it's one of those things. And it's like, did anybody around me notice that I was failing on dubs? No. No. Like, nobody cares. Like, the person next to me could have been, I don't know who it was, but could have been working on getting dubs that day. You know what I mean? So it's like trying to keep all of that into perspective. And, like, I still have a lot to offer, you know, that a little bit of OG knowledge, if you Mm -hmm. will. I'm not a coach. I don't claim to be, but... I can help people kind of, you know, work on some things. If I can see something that could help them, I'll I'll try. Um, yeah, so it's it's been a challenging couple of months. I know I'm going to get back into, you know, proper eating and nutrition and everything. But for right this moment, I'm just kind of cutting myself some slack. I'm showing up here when I can. I'm eating good foods when I can. I'm you know what I mean? Like I'm I'm trying. I'm try it's not like I'm, you know, out there eating a sheet cake of donut cream stick stuff. <laughs> I don't know who would bring a cake like who that. Who would a gym? bring a sure, cake but... like that into the gym? <laughs>
0: Um, oh, so it was yeah. so nice to talk to you. Hey, you know? I... Seriously. But thank you for yes. just being honest and yeah. for the laughs, and you're an amazing woman. Oh So I love to... I learned a lot yeah, about I you today, you. So. The, um, lot
1: of <laughs> thank you. Too, but, yeah, I hope um, so.
0: And a, a crazy strong woman. I've always admired how strong you are. Well, so, thank you. But I, there's, there's different ways of being strong, too. You're yeah.
1: strong in a lot of different ways. And so, I, um, I... I know, I just about you. really love the bike and that's just it <laughs> i stand alone on that but that's all okay. right gonna I
0: mean, get on the, the detailing list so get on it out,
1: yeah on we are we're booked up you Sorry. know just right. saying okay.
0: but seriously thank you
1: <laughs> thank you, thank you i appreciate it us. yep okay
0: goodbye michelle parker